Just over two years ago, I was unemployed. I was jobless and without a plan. I had walked out on the security and benefits of my corporate job in an investment bank. All I knew was that I was done. I was done with it feeling hard. I was done with sacrificing, done with struggling. I was so over this idea that we have to compromise as mothers. Why the hell couldn't I find a job that paid me well, was flexible and which I enjoyed? Why was that too much to ask? On today's show, I'm sharing with you my story, how I went from unemployed to the six-figure business owner that I am now. I'm going to tell you about what felt hard and what felt easy. I'm going to let you in on what I feel like was the fundamental piece to turning my life around. Most of all, though, I want to share my story to say this. This is possible. In fact, anything is possible if this has been possible for me. I'm hoping that after listening to my story today, you get excited about what's coming next for you in your story, that you dare to dream and choose to know that you are limitless. Let's do this. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. How are you doing? It's Corrie here from CorrieJavid.com. What's going on with you? I hope you're amazing. I'm amazing. (laughs) Just got back from a really great personal training session at the gym. Feeling strong. Yeah. Uh, If you're new around here, hello and welcome. If you've been around here for a while, thanks for sticking around. Love you ladies. I love especially when I hear from you. So, you know, those of you who from time to time will send me a DM or reply to one of my emails or will share a screenshot of you listening to a particular episode of the show, I always, always, always love that. I love feeling connected to you. So today's going to be a different kind of an episode. And before we dig into that, though, it's kind of funny how this came about. So I had the idea to do this because I talk about little snippets here and there of my story in terms of business and how I got to where I am. And I get asked questions all the time, but I've never just kind of laid it all out. Here's how it looked. Here's what happened. Here's how I felt. But the funny thing is, is that I'm going to be doing a Q&A episode uh, nearer to Christmas. So you can literally ask me anything, anything about my life, anything about my business, anything you're dying to know. But it could also be anything about your business. Maybe you've got a question, you'd like a bit of help. Maybe you've got questions about money or mindset or manifestation or your strategy or your launch that's coming up or making sales. Literally, you can ask me anything. Giving you carte blanche there, my love. (laughs) Carte blanche, carte blanche. French pronunciations, not on point today. So here's how you can do that if you would like to ask a question. 
head over to my Facebook group, Limitless Mothers. Hope you're already in there. If not, come and join us. We're an amazing gang of women. (laughs) And there's going to be a pinned post or announcement, as they're now called, at the top. When you are inside the group, you should see it. And it says, ask me anything, so you can't miss it. Pop your question as a comment on there. Or that same post is also on Instagram. You can go shoot over to my Instagram grid. I am at Corrie Javid on Instagram. Pop your question there. Or if you've got a question, but you want to remain anonymous, that's fine too. Shoot us an email then in that case with your question, team at corriejavid.com. I'm excited to hear what you ladies want to know, what help you would like, or just what you're feeling a bit curious or, you know, it's also okay to be a bit nosy. I like being a bit nosy myself. So so go ahead and do that. I'm excited to be collating all of your questions and bringing you that episode. And it was actually kind of funny because on that post, um, the Ask Me Anything post, one of the Limitless Mothers, one of the women in that group said, oh, I would love to know more about your story. And it's kind of funny because I'd already planned this episode. So she has some other questions I'm going to answer on that episode, um, but I'm going to give you my story today. But before we dig in, I just have to celebrate one of my course students. So one of the women who went through Limitless Money back in the summer she and I are also in touch now because she's now on my wait list to work with me one to one in 2020. Yay! Well, I have to just tell you about her because she's in the middle of the best launch she's ever pulled off. So she has an academy and she's launched it a few times before, but she is now just absolutely crushing it with this launch. And one of the things that I feel is so amazing about this is because she had had some really great launches in the past, but then she had one which for various reasons, I won't go into her whole story now, but she ended up not enjoying that launch, not getting the results that she had previously gotten um, and ended up finding herself in a lack mindset and not trusting herself with her business. And this is what working on your mindset can do, my love. It can turn those kind of situations around. She is now back in touch with her instinct and trusting it, which just makes me all kinds of happy. And she's believing in abundance again. And her reality is reflecting that. I just love, love, love how that works and how it can work that quickly, right? So if you want to experience that same mindset transformation for yourself, get yourself on the wait list because like I've been saying, Limitless Money will be reopening early next year. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless to get on the wait list. You'll be the first to find out. And if you know me, you know I reward action takers. So waitlisters will be getting something exclusive. I'm also going to be, this is the first time you've heard this, I'm also going to be adding in some bonus modules to the course. So if you're already a limitless money student, then guess what? You're getting some extra content coming your way. Yay! (laughs) And if you're going to be new to it, then you get it all from the get-go. How cool is that? Again, that's corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. So I'm going to share with you my story today. Not my entire life story, because that would be a really long episode. And I'm also already a bit wary that it might end up being long. But specifically my story as it relates to the birth, let's say, of this business of mine. Do you agree that having a business is a bit like having an additional child? I feel that way. So I was on a call with one of my friends from the mastermind that I'm in, and she's relatively new to our mastermind group. So her and I were swapping stories about how we got where we are. I always find it fascinating to know anybody's backstory and how they got into business in the first place. 
And so I admitted to her that sometimes I feel a little bit reluctant to tell my story exactly how it is because success has been so filled with ease for me and so fast for me. Well, relatively, it feels fast to me. I'm sure people have done things in a quicker fashion, but it felt fast. It's felt fast to me, right? And previously, I've worried that I don't want to make anyone feel wrong if that hasn't been their experience, right? And I've also wondered if people, especially maybe people who are very much bogged down in that place of struggle and sacrifice, I've always kind of wondered, are they going to think she's not giving me the whole picture here because it doesn't match to their reality and they don't really want to believe that it could be easy and it could be done without the sacrifice and the hustle. But here's what I've concluded. That's BS. (laughs) Like my own BS, right? It's just a story that I called myself out on because other people's opinions of me, first of all, aren't my business. And here's the thing. I happen to believe that my story is all the more powerful when I share it for that very reason that I'm presenting my reality, which is a different reality than many people might expect. So when I tell you how success has been for me, what I'm really saying is, and really why I'm sharing this today, is it's possible for you too. It doesn't have to require the sacrifice, hustle, and overwhelm. It's fine if that's what's got you to where you are, but it's not something that you have to choose to keep carrying forward with you. So I'm here to prove, it's like one of my big missions, I'm here to prove that struggle and sacrifice and overwhelm really are not necessary. So that, my love, is why I'm sharing my story here today. In part, so you can get to know me a little bit more if you'd like to, and in part because I am so effing passionate about empowering you to know that you get to decide what you want your life to be like, and you get to go and make it happen, regardless of wherever you are right now, regardless of whatever's happened, regardless of all of your circumstances, you can change it all if you want to. Okay, so let's get to it. I was born on a cold, dark November night in Saskatchewan, Canada. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm not really going to start there, although that is true. (laughs) I will drop us into the story at the point at which I felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me in life. So, I was working in an investment bank, so I worked there for 10 years. Uh, At this point, that was starting this part of my story. I had had my daughter, I had returned to work, I had struggled to make it work. I was working 30 hours a week, quote unquote, because the reality was is I never got away with working 30 hours and I was having to cram additional hours into my home life, which felt ick and it felt like I had no work-life balance, even though on the surface it seemed like I did. I was managing a big team. I was a coach, a mentor and responsible for all of the training that was delivered in our department. And there were elements of my job that I did really enjoy. I loved training people. I loved coaching and mentoring people. I did not love coaching people for the company's idea of success. And I didn't like the path that I felt like I was on. I felt very much like 
I was on a train that I'd accidentally boarded. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever felt like that. And it wasn't stopping and it was going very fast and I couldn't get off. Um, so anyway, I was just not content to say the least. And I felt powerless to do anything about it. I didn't feel like I could change my situation because I felt like, well, I'm making a decent salary. I have a kind of sort of semblance of flexibility. And... I looked about at the job market and there was nothing out there that I could do that would pay the same, work the same hours and be even remotely interesting to me. I was only faced with compromise. So I felt really impotent. (laughs) I guess it's the word, although that gets used in a different way all the time. But you know what I mean? Powerless, right? So that's where I was. Now, the week at which we're starting this was the week that my daughter started school. So it was a big emotional week. The mums here know what that feels like when your baby goes off to school for the first time. And you know what a struggle it can be to get your childcare situation figured out, right? So my husband and I had been like trying to figure out who's going to do what in terms of pickup and drop off. And could we get her into after school club and da, da, da. And I just managed to get it all figured out. And we were all called into a meeting one day. And I had no idea what it was about. And I sat there and I was like, and they were kind of using vague terms and talking about it in a roundabout way. And it dawned on me, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. That's what they're telling us. They were moving huge swathes of like people and departments basically to a different location. So either pick up and move your life to the other end, literally the other end of the UK, or you don't have a job where you are anymore. So I felt like, like I said, the rug was pulled out from under me. I just felt like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I felt like I had no options. I felt like I was going to be forced to work full time, which I felt really, really strongly against, even though I kind of was. I just wasn't always doing it in the office. And it was really a horrible time because it was so, there was so much uncertainty. And uncertainty always feels difficult, right? But when uncertainty kind of is dropped on you in that way, it feels extra difficult. And so then what happened next was it took them ages to actually follow through with all the plans. I ended up training all of our replacements. That's a lovely thing to do, isn't it? And I had a year of agonizing over what I should do. So it was quite a stressful time. So I had some choices though. I could try to find another role internally in the business, um, although there were absolutely no guarantees. There was no special treatment just because my job was at risk and trying to find something at my grade on similar hours was like very, very difficult. Um, My other option was to find a job elsewhere. But like I said, everywhere I looked, I was just met with compromise. So I was back then in this kind of like lack mindset, feeling like I didn't have choices, feeling like I had to compromise, feeling like life was happening to me. However, the other thing that I do want to say for context is that something that had happened that I wasn't expecting after having my daughter was that it really, her birth really sparked ambition in me that I hadn't had professionally previously. I really wanted to do something more with my life and with myself. And I kind of wanted to show her what's possible. Suddenly it became really important to me. So that was like a small spark that had been ignited. It wasn't doing much to nurture that flame, but it was still there. So I remember at one particular point, I know it was the November, um, my husband and I went out for dinner for my birthday. And I remember him saying to me, 
you should just leave. You should just take the severance package and leave and figure out something else. You're not happy there. What have you got to lose? And I remember being really angry with him, which in hindsight, I'm so grateful to him for being so supportive and giving me that nudge. The reason I was angry was because I was afraid. I just couldn't see how I could possibly make anything work. I was very limited in my thinking back then, right? Now, around the same time, I was having um, health problems with my... I was going to say lady parts. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> with my my uterus, with my womb. I was having all sorts of problems there. And I had been putting off having surgery, but it was fast becoming apparent that the only solution was going to be surgery. And so I scheduled that in and I had a hysterectomy. And I think that was like, I'm trying to think, early 2017. Now, the reason why this is relevant, might not sound relevant, was because I had to take six weeks off of work during that time and I couldn't do anything. Like you're told, like you really can't move, can't pick anything up, can't do any housework. Um, It was also the same amount of at the same time that our house was in the worst throes of major structural renovation. I'm talking like we took the whole back off the house um, and we took out several supporting walls and all kinds of things. And so my parents said, come and live with us for the six weeks because that way you won't be tempted to do anything at home and we'll take care of you. Like shout out to them. Love them for doing that for me. But I had six weeks of a whole lot of sitting around and time to think. And so I started thinking about possibilities during that time. So really that surgery in a funny way was a gift. Well, in the second way in terms of that, it cured all of the symptoms that I'd previously been um, suffering from. So hurrah for that. But it was also a beautiful gift in terms of giving me that time and headspace to really look at my options. Now, I did not come up with my business idea during that time, I hasten to add. But I started to think about and consider possibility. I started to become less limited in my thinking. I started to look around me in different ways and consider options I'd never considered before. I remember it was around that same time that I'd stumbled across my first webinar. I had no idea what a webinar was. I thought that this was terribly exciting. I thought it was definitely live, although of course it was recorded. And it was about career change. And although I didn't buy the thing that the person was selling, it she really got me thinking about what do I want? What do I want for myself? And it wasn't something that I'd been really asking. I'd been telling myself I couldn't do this, couldn't have that. So fast forward a little bit and I was literally the last person to leave in our department. Everybody else had gone and most people had redeployed within the business. I was one of the few being brave enough to take the severance and take a leap. And so in July 2017, I walked out of that investment bank after 10 years of service there and I left behind all of my colleagues, all the familiarity, all of the security, quote unquote, that went with it. It felt exhilarating. I remember so clearly that walk out because it was I had quite a walk through a park to my car. And I remember it so clearly. I just remember feeling exhilarated and afraid in equal measure. I had no plan. I was walking into unemployment. I was walking into no plan and total uncertainty. But it also felt exciting because with uncertainty comes opportunity, right? 
So I decided to take the summer off with my daughter because that felt good. It was her first school summer holiday and it was a lovely summer. But then as soon as she went back in September, I was kind of smacked in the face with the fact that I'm unemployed. I'm very quickly chowing through my severance package. What am I going to do? So it was around that summer that I had this idea. Well, I will become a social media manager. That looks like a good idea. And I embarked on a six-month social media qualification. And (laughs) about halfway through, I realized I don't want to do this for other people. This isn't my zone of genius. Why am I not doing the very thing that I used to love so much, which is educating people, training people and coaching people? Why am I not doing that? Why have I not given myself permission to do that? So I continued though doing the six month qualification and I'm glad that I did it because hey it's really useful to really understand social media you need it as a business owner right so I don't have any regrets there but I was still unemployed and and that that qualification cost me a considerable sum of money. Um, Around the same time actually slightly before that um, I read a book and I'm mentioning it because it was one of those pivotal moments now I think this book is an excellent book but I also think that there's something to be said for being ready for a particular message at a particular time. So I was just so ready for the message in this book and that's what made this book so transformational for me. Does that make sense? So yes, I think this is an absolutely stellar book and I will tell you it in just a second. But I also know that the reason that it really had an impact on me was because I was so ready for it. So around that same time, whilst being unemployed, I was holding on to my gym membership because I was like believing that this was important to me. I didn't want to, I know that when you're unemployed and you don't have that structure to your days, it's really easy to descend into kind of no plans and lethargy and inertia sets in, right? And I was determined not to do that. So I had this routine of getting up, going to the gym and listening to audiobooks. And I listened to You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And that just sparked something in me. Or rather, it stoked those flames that were just baby flames at that time. And I listened to it three times in a row, back to back. I was that kind of enamored with it whilst in the gym. And it really opened up my mind to possibility. It really got me feeling that something more was possible for me and I could actually, in fact, perhaps dare to create my dream life. And from there, I got into the law of attraction, started just consuming absolutely everything I could get my hands on. And in doing that, I realized that I'd in fact been a really powerful manifester in certain areas of my life without even realizing it. So I started to know that, I started to learn that visualizing was a thing. And I realized that something that I'd just been doing instinctively, nobody had ever taught me to do that. It was just something that I was doing, but only for certain areas of my life. So I used to do it for job interviews. I have never been to a job interview and I've had several interviews and many jobs in my life. I've never been to a job interview and not been offered the job. (laughs) And I put that down to now that I know that this is what I was doing, I would always just be visualizing it. I would be visualizing walking in and smiling. I'd be visualizing, and this is going to sound hilarious, the interviewer laughing at something that I said in a delighted fashion. I would visualize walking out feeling like I nailed that. And because of that, that was always my reality. And I did the same thing with presentations too at work, right? After I kind of got over my initial fears and learned the kind of skills of presenting, but I applied the same thing without realizing. And so as I was 
in this space of learning more about manifestation and the law of attraction, I started to notice how the areas in which I had been really intentional without realizing at manifesting and getting the results that I desired. And then the areas where I hadn't been doing that. And I was like, oh, something just clicked in me. I can just do this for anything then. If I can do it for job interviews and presentations, I can do it for anything. And so I became addicted to mindset and manifestation as I still am, right? And at that same time, though, I started to dig into my own money stories and I came up against some real resistance there. I remember knowing that one of the good things that I could do for myself would be to get really clear on how much my, at that time, dream life would cost me. And the kind of, the only way that I could manifest that was if I knew the specifics. I put off doing that task for weeks. And you know, it's the funniest thing. I would get headaches thinking about it. My brain, my body was so resistant to this new way of thinking, which is, by the way, our brains want to keep us safe. They want us to keep us in the known and our brains want us to keep believing what we've already believed and to feel like it's true. We don't want, our brains don't like to be proven wrong, right? So I had some massive resistance that I had to work through and I had to do some real digging to get through my money stories. I was a paid up member of the LAC club back in the day. So I had to really shift through some negative stories and some limiting beliefs around money to start to embrace abundance. And the abundant thinking that I have now is built on that work that I really dug in and did despite the headaches (laughs) that it caused me at that time. So the funny thing is, is at that time, I remember I when I finally sat down and made myself do it, I created a spreadsheet, a Google sheet, and I wrote down in it everything that I would like to be doing and therefore have the money for. And it included things like continuing with my gym membership, and it included things like more holidays and spa days and stuff. And it's really amusing to me now because everything that's in that list are things that are just part of my life now. (laughs) But they were things that I just felt like seemed maybe not possible, but I was daring to believe, right? So uh, towards the end of this six-month social media qualification that I was doing while being unemployed, I decided, okay, I really need to learn more about online business. I'd been consuming so much content. That's the other thing that I should mention is that I was also during that whole summer and months after, I was obsessed with learning about online businesses, online marketing, you name it. I was like geeking out over it. And that's what I was spending my days doing. So I was going to the gym in the morning and then I was coming back and researching the law of attraction, manifestation, money mindset and online business like a mofo. And so I was like, I want to kind of kickstart things. I want to get actually start putting some of this into action. So I enrolled in a six-week group coaching program designed to kind of get your business off the ground. And I did some great work in there. But really, the benefit of that group program for me was that it made me realize that I just really craved one-to-one. I was finding it quite lonely making decisions about my business on my own. I had zero friends with businesses themselves. So I had nobody that I could really talk to. I found it kind of hard to be always trusting my judgment and I was really succumbing to shiny object syndrome from consuming all the free content. I'm sure you've been there too. I think it's like some kind of rite of passage for us. (laughs) 
And so I also at that same time started working with a couple of pro bono clients because I just wanted to check in with myself that the coaching skills that I had would really translate to this online space. And I absolutely enjoyed working with those first few clients. And I spent the rest of my time messing around with my website and deliberating and putting off actually launching and getting visible because I was afraid. And so I have this another key moment that stands out for me that I was painting the office that I'm standing in right now because it was another delay tactic. I was like, well, I couldn't possibly start my business until not only my website is buffed and polished within an inch of its life, but I must also have a beautiful office. I couldn't possibly be doing this anywhere else. Now, I was in the middle of painting my office and I was listening to a video that my now coach had um, put online and she said something along the lines of, are you stuck in the content consumption trap? Do you need to be put in content jail? Are you, you know, learning everything but not putting anything to action? And I was like, oh my God, she can see into my soul. (laughs) I need to hire this woman. So I booked a discovery call, even though I had no idea how I was going to make this work financially, because we had a small amount of money from my severance left, but it was like in the pot for the major structural works that we were doing. We're talking, we were doing work that cost us tens of thousands of pounds. So it was a tough time and I was not making any money. My husband wasn't making He was making, in fact, about half what he makes now. So it's a fun side story. I will tell you another day about how his money mindset has changed since mine has changed. But I decided that I was either just going to do this or not. And if I was going to do it, I wanted to shortcut my way there. I wanted someone to hold me accountable. I wanted somebody to bounce ideas off of. I just wanted that. I really craved that support, especially because I had no peers. I had no friends with online businesses. And so I hired her. I hired Lacey and I am still working with her now. And that was one of the best decisions I've made in my life because in that moment, I bet on myself. In that moment, I decided to believe in my dream and I decided to really go after it. And I know that if I hadn't done that at that point, I may well have floundered for a long time and given up or it may have taken me much longer. So I officially launched my business in November 2017 and I made no money (laughs) until I think January 2018. But I remember the day that I first made money in my business really clearly um, because it was a point at which the mindset work really paid off for me. So I had been, as you know, digging into all of this information around mindset Um, But I was now determined to start an actual routine. So in the months since starting my business, I got into my morning mindset routine, which has like served me from then until now, still going strong. I am addicted to that. (laughs) And that was the first time it really started to pay off. And I remember specifically that I'd done my usual morning mindset routine. And I topped it off with a verbal request to the universe. I remember stretching my arms up in the air and saying, okay, universe, let's make some damn money today. And it just all clicked into place. I made three sales that day and like amounting to, I should go and figure it out, but thousands of pounds worth of sales. And it was just like, yes, everything slotted into place for me in that moment. I got it. I got how everything is possible. I got how mindset is the key to really showing up and taking the right sorts of action. And from that point, because I got it in that moment, because that was the piece that allowed me to really lock in that belief in my success being inevitable, 
that's when my business just exploded in a good way. So that's why I've been on such a mission to help so many women to understand the importance of mindset because that was that moment for me. Everything just went whoosh and took off. And because I have been so diligent in cultivating my mindset every day since then, I have never looked back my results have just gone from strength to strength. But because of that, I just really want everybody to understand what mindset can do for them too. So that's that's one of the reasons. It's that day right there when it was. I was just like, oh, I get it. I truly get it. I kind of sort of got it and I was showing up for the routine. But at that point, it just made so much sense. And so from that point on, I could not do it. There is no, no choice to do my mindset work on a daily basis. There's no struggle or willpower that comes into it now because I just get it. I'm addicted to it because I'm like, well, why wouldn't I? It feels amazing. It feels amazing to get my mindset on point and then go ahead and create whatever I want to create, right? So that's why. So in that first year of business, so from November 2017 to November 2018, I just had an incredible first year in business. Three months in, I replaced my corporate salary. So the monthly revenue that I was making at that point was matching my corporate salary. Seven months into business, I was making double that. I celebrated my biggest cash month so far that year in August while taking half the month off with my family to relax in France. And I celebrated my first 10k cash month within that year too. So before we get into the second year, how did I make all that happen? Well, as you can understand already, mindset. For me, it underpins everything. How we think dictates how we feel, which dictates how we show up and take action in our business, which dictates the outcomes and results that we get. So because I just got that so early on, I invested in myself, I backed myself, and I dared to believe in what I wanted to be true for myself, even when I had no evidence, even when it was uncomfortable, because it is uncomfortable to believe in something that is possible for yourself when it's not currently true, right? So I set myself a goal to hit six figures in my first year. I didn't hit it. I wasn't hugely far off, but I didn't hit it. But I didn't you know, and although I had a little bit of a mindset thing that I had to deal with there because it's kind of disappointing, but I didn't let it continue. I kind of dealt with it in a short, sharp fashion because I knew that it was still possible for me and I don't like to make results mean something that they don't. But it was for a long time quite uncomfortable to believe that I could make six figures in my business when I was at the point of being nowhere near it and I had no evidence to suggest that I could and um, and I didn't know anybody who was doing it while working 25 hours a week. So I just had to be uncomfortable and decide that it could be possible for myself. And so I chose that kind of mindset discomfort over the comfortable choice, which sounds weird, of like giving up or um, not believing it's true, okay? The other thing that I did, so mindset work is a huge piece of, of, of the puzzle here for me. Um, the other thing that I did though is I got really great at sales. So I understood that sales is the lifeblood of my business and I wasn't gonna get anywhere, let alone six figures, if I didn't know how to sell with confidence and in a way that felt good. That was super important to me. I will not sell if it's not in integrity with my like value system 
And so that was one of the reasons why I hired my particular coach is because I knew that she felt the same about sales and I knew that she could help me hone my sales skills in that way without being like salesy. And so I had to really show up for that work. And that's uncomfortable work too, right? Because it means that you have to get over your money mindset stuff because that is really the only thing that holds us back from making sales. (laughs) And so I couldn't have done that if I hadn't invested in time and money in my mindset too. The other thing to note is that I built my business organically for the first actually 18 months, not just the first 12. So I did it by hosting challenges, doing live stream training series, like three or five day events. I did live stream trainings, free live stream trainings inside my group, which used to be called Self-Made Mothers back then and is now called Limitless Mothers every single week. And it was that consistency. You know, recently I talked about consistency being queen on the show. It's that consistency that built the momentum that led to the results in my business. I showed up online and I engaged with people. I built relationships and I committed to being the best coach that I could be and getting my clients really great results. The other thing that I did during that first year is I implemented systems and processes so that my business could continue to grow without me having to work more hours. So many of the templates in the Limitless Mother template shop are the fruit of my labors at that point because I was determined to figure out how to do things in a really efficient and effective way in my business because I know that that is the key to growing your business without growing your hours. And so that's where all of those processes which are so now refined and replicable came from and now they are templates that you can go and get your hands on inside the Limitless Mother template shop if you want to which by the way if you've never been there before it's corriejavid.com forward slash shop and so that really helped me and I'm so glad I did that back then because I know that a lot of people try to um, will build their business through the kind of hustle mode and a bit scrappy and all over the place and then they try to put processes and systems in place once they've already grown the thing and they've grown a bit of a mess. And so I was determined not to do that. And I also knew that I could leap forward quicker and hit my goals faster if I had that structure supporting me. So I'm so glad that I invested the time in doing that. And and possibly one of the reasons why I didn't hit my first six figures in my first year and those first 12 months was because I was investing time doing those kind of things when I could have been selling or serving more clients. But I'm glad that I did that. I'm glad I made that choice. And also during that time, I continued to be obsessed with online marketing and learning just everything that I could and using my own business as a way of going through the trial and error required to really understand how to do things like create a highly converting sales page or landing page, you know. So learning how to do those things and do them really well was another great investment of my time and effort because now I help my one-to-one clients do those same things and do them well. And they don't have to do all of the Googling and the YouTubing and the trial and error themselves because I have the insight and the fast track to the results, right? And also is a way that I can help anybody who needs the help in those particular areas because many of them are templates, but also it's helped me to continue to grow and scale my business because I know how to do things like create a really great sales page. You know, you can't get that far (laughs) scaling your business if you can't do things like that. Does that make sense? Or if you aren't able to um, build really great relationships with your audience and learn how to do that. Um, So, 
all of these things were the kind of foundational pieces which I am now really reaping the rewards from, having done all of that research, all of that trial and error back then in that first year. And the other thing to note in my first year in business was that I invested in support. So I'd already invested in my coach from day dot before I'd even launched my business. But I also invested um, part of the way into that year um, in some support from my VA. I hired my accountant and bookkeeper very early on. I paid the necessary amounts to get the kind of legals in place to protect me. And I also took on my tech VA that year too, because I started to realize that just because I can do a thing in my business doesn't mean that I should do a thing. (laughs) And so that's a general view of my first year and the kind of highlights. But the other thing that I want to mention is that, of course, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows and roses and prancing unicorns. Not a lot of the time it was. Like I mentioned, it is uncomfortable choosing to continue to believe in something that isn't true yet. And so all of the while, well, six figures was my goal and I wasn't there yet. That was, you know, the mindset work that I had to do to keep choosing to believe in something that I didn't have evidence for yet. The other thing is that it was an incredible year results-wise, but I did at times feel quite lonely, if I'm honest, because back then, like I mentioned earlier today, I didn't have any entrepreneurial friends. So I felt like I wanted people that I could share my wins with and people that understood how frustrating it can be to try and figure out a funnel on your own. (laughs) And I didn't have anybody who got it and who could really understand. And although many of my friends were really supportive, they weren't interested. Why should they be, right? So (laughs) I felt a little bit lonely, if I'm honest, during that time. And even though I was surrounded by people all the time and really great people, and I had amazing clients. It's kind of a different thing. So I got actually very intentional partway through that year because I realized that I was really craving peers and I started to really actively cultivate friendships with other business owning women. And I'm really glad that I did that. But that was one of the things that wasn't so um, wonderful about that first year. And the other thing that wasn't that comfortable about that first year is that in our home life, we were living in absolute chaos of the renovations. And that did put a strain on me because working from home and running your business from home when home is not a comfortable place to be is a bit challenging. And so I had to get really good at just switching off my brain to what was going on in the house and try to just put myself in the bubble of my office. But success did feel fairly easy on the whole, like surprisingly easy. But because I kept telling myself that it would be easy and I was just so done with things not being easy from my corporate days that I was really ready for something new to be possible. And I think that that really helped for that first year in business, which I know can be a tricky year. It's not like everything went smoothly, of course, but it helped it all to feel like it was going in the right direction. And I know that my mindset work kept me feeling buoyant. I also launched a course that year, um, which was a really great course I'm really proud of, which was Manifest Like a Mother. And I really enjoyed it. And then I launched another course quite quickly afterwards and pulled the plug mid-launch. So not everything went exactly according to plan. I pulled the plug on it because I realized it was something that I should be doing, not something that I really desired to be doing. And actually, I was really grateful to myself for making that decision, although it felt tough at that time. And the 
And then I decided to, after those two launch experiences to just really fully focus on one-to-one, on really perfecting my ability to be fully booked and to really show up and serve those clients in a big way. And I'm so grateful for that decision because I think I kind of zigzagged a little bit earlier in that first year by being like, oh, I'm going to do one-to-one. Oh, I'm also going to do this course. Or I'm going to do this second course. And actually narrowing my focus and just being laser beam focused on one-to-one has really paid off because I got that piece of my business operating so well and functioning so highly that now as I've added layers onto my business, it's felt really easy and I haven't had to worry about that aspect of my business. So that was my first year. My second year in business, so November 2018 till where we are right now, November 2019, if you're listening to this as it's airing, then I up-leveled this year. I really feel like I up-leveled and I took things to another level. <laughs> it's obvious when I say I've up-leveled um, in many ways. One way that I did that, though, is by investing in more support. So I don't believe that you up-level and then invest. I believe that you invest to up-level. And so I invested in my podcast, I decided to take a punt (laughs) and go for it, even though there was no guarantees of immediate income or revenue as a result, and it costs money to produce a podcast. I am so glad that I made that decision. I invested in having our lovely Haley, who comes to clean and tidy our home, come twice a week because it felt good to not feel pulled to do chores and housework. I invested in my personal trainer, who I still work with now, and I've invested in a graphic designer. I have invested in things which buy me back time and invest in things that make my life that bit better, support me and support my business, and which are not things that are in my zone of genius that I should be doing myself, right? So I'm very protective of my time now, and I invest in ways that help me to protect my time so that I can spend more of it in my zone of genius. And then I crossed the six-figure mark only a few months into my second year in business. And when I say that, I mean I made six figures in a 12-month rolling period. So I don't mean that, oh, I finally made six figures in total from the first day of my business to that point. I mean that if you looked back at the last 12 months, then you see that I made six figures. Does that make sense? I like to be clear on money results when I share them. And so I launched my podcast in my second year and off the back of that, fully booked out my my um, coaching very quickly. I had been fully booked before, but I have been consistently fully booked and with a wait list ever since. And so that's a really great position to be in. And I'm really thankful for everything that this podcast has done for my business. And I know that it's done that because it's enabled me to really connect in a deeper way with you ladies. And I just love the opportunity that I have to keep showing up here and be in your earbuds twice a week and talking to you, hopefully empowering you, hopefully inspiring you and hopefully teaching you some things that are useful for you in your business. So that has been an absolute blast and I can't believe that this podcast is already one. And then I also in that second year launched the Limitless Mother template shop, which was not easy at first, and which is often the way with something kind of innovative. So anytime you want to do something that isn't the standard, that isn't the usual offering that people are used to, it takes a little while to figure out how to really get that converting. And so that was my experience with the Limitless Mother template shop, that it was a little bit of a slow burn 
honor that one, but that was absolutely fine. And that's the thing with business is it's not about everything being instant success. It's about keeping showing up for a thing and being sure that it's going to work in the long run until reality catches up with how you're feeling about it mindset wise, right? And in May, I joined this mastermind that I am now in called Millionaire Makers. And I committed at that point for the first time to my goal, which is to scale this business to seven figures. And then just pitched me straight into that same work that I needed to do to really upgrade my mindset to be able to believe that seven figures is possible for me. I feel happy to report now that I feel just absolutely certain that that is inevitable for me and at the same time, detached from it. (laughs) So I feel like if for some reason it didn't happen, it wouldn't mean anything about me. I'm still cool. (laughs) By which I mean, I'm still content with my life. I'm not sure that I am cool, you see. But at the same time, and it's that, that kind of paradox that we always need when we are managing our energy to manifest something. So I feel like I would be absolutely fine if it didn't happen, but I feel absolutely sure that it will. And so that took some significant mindset work on my part in the summer. And May in itself was a really special month for me and for my business. I just felt so tapped into possibility and this feeling of being limitless. So I'd taken on this word for myself for the year. And that was when I just sort of truly started feeling limitless. And I was in France on holiday with my family. We rented this amazing Airbnb with the most beautiful views of the lake and the mountains. And I celebrated my biggest cash month at that point in my business. I made just over £20,000 that month. And it was Money Month, the theme on the podcast and in the Limitless Mother Facebook group, which was kind of just perfect. And it was also while I was there that one morning I had the idea, which felt like a download from the universe, to create limitless money in the form that it's in, in terms of making it totally possible to transform your mindset without giving you homework, without you having to wade through videos, all audio. I'd been sitting on this knowledge and these skills and tools around money mindset for so long and was desperate to get them out and in the hands and minds of everybody out there that I could. But I was really resistant to just creating another course. I know that courses haven't really served us as mothers who have lots of demands on our time and that it's easy to buy something and for it to sit there undone. And I was really determined to find a way to truly serve the women who needed this work. And so when that idea came to me, I was just so elated and so excited. And so I launched that a couple of months later. June was my second consecutive 20k it was more I think it was 22 I want to say I should have looked that up um thousand pounds that month so a really big year and then in August I took my family on a trip that we'd been dreaming about and hoping to do for years to Canada it was a three-week trip it was epic it was all kinds of amazing it really was as good as the Instagram stories made it look and the best part was is it was all paid for by me, by my business. I made that happen. And I just felt so 
proud of myself for doing that for because for me that's really for in terms of in my personal life that's what earning money is all about I just am all about experience I'm all about traveling with my family and spending that time together so knowing that my business and I made that possible was just such a great feeling and in fact we traveled a ton this year so we went to Scotland we went to London for a long weekend I went away on my own with my husband we went and spent that week in France we spent three weeks in Canada it's been a really great year and all because I decided this is what I want for my life right and because I've built this business in a way that's made that possible and here we are November 2019 as I'm recording this my business has earned well over the six-figure mark in the last 12 months I work with clients I adore I'm fully booked I have a waiting list of women eager to work with me I have a course that I truly believe is groundbreaking in my soul's work I have this podcast and I get to connect with you and I don't take that lightly I absolutely am obsessed with this Um, and that means so much to me I feel like I'm doing my bit I'm making an impact I want to make much more of an impact but I'm doing my part I feel in empowering women to earn amazing money on their terms and that's the most important part to me that really is the thing that gets me springing out of bed it's what keeps driving me at this point I could just coast from here but the thing that I want to do is keep pushing at the limits and kind of showing you what's possible and taking you by the hand and bringing you along with me the other great thing is I feel like I'm a present mother I'm not perfect not all of the time um But I do feel generally present and I feel like I'm able to pour what I'm learning about mindset and possibility and being limitless into my daughter to raise, like I I like to call it, to raise my unicorn. And I feel like so blessed to have that opportunity to pass that on to her, not pass on a lack mindset, but pass on an abundance mindset. It feels like such a privilege. And I have a life I'm obsessed with. Like I go to the spa regularly. I take care of my health, my fitness, my soul, my mind. I'm blessed with incredible friends. have a team who supports me who I adore and I get to travel life is good but when I left the corporate space none of this was true I was unemployed I had no plan (laughs) I hadn't fully embraced the idea of abundance or what was possible for me but when I left that corporate job I was done with life being hard I was done with feeling like life was happening to me and I made a commitment that I was going to do this, I was going to create something for myself and I was going to love it and I was going to help other women do the same. I was sick of taking life so seriously so I also committed to having fun and that commitment has been the thing that's paid off for me and that commitment has led to it feeling largely easy and that commitment has led to me being able to enjoy everything so far and to do all of this on my terms. I couldn't have done all this working 25 hours a week if I hadn't made that commitment to myself. And that's what I really want you to take from this episode. This is just my story. It's kind of irrelevant in the way that it's just what's happened to me or what I've done. Really how it's relevant to you is that it's possible for you to do anything that you desire. I'm living my dream life. You get to live yours, whatever that looks like to you. It's not about comparing. It's it's about me saying, if I can do this, you can do legit anything, my love. I know now in my core that I'm limitless. And I also know that you are too. And it's gone 
for me, beyond belief to just that knowing. And that's what I want for you. I want you to know, like truly know in your soul that you are limitless because you are. And I felt so limited just a few short years ago and I felt powerless. And now I'm living my limitless life. So anything really is possible for you, my love. So I'm hoping if you take anything from my story today, it's that. Let's just squeeze in the quickest of dashes of woos, shall we? Dashes of woos. The quickest dash of woo. If you're new around here, you're like, what the heck is a dash of woo? A dash of woo is a short manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we've been talking about on today's show and implement it in your life with that extra magic pizzazz and sparkle. So I'd love you to do this. I would love you to get out a journal and put on some lovely music if you'd like to maybe get yourself a delicious drink, maybe light a candle, whatever you need to do to get into a place of feeling good and kind of relaxed and just sit for a minute and turn your attention inwards and then decide what's the next chapter in your story. What's it going to be? What's it going to look like? You get to decide that stuff. I would love you to dare to dream. I'd love you to dare to say yes to those desires that are within you. I would love you to say yes to your soul. Just free write in that journal all of your dreams. Don't hold back. Do like a dream download. Everything that you can imagine for yourself, everything that you desire to feel, everything that you desire to be or do or have, don't limit it. Just write it down. Don't censor it. And then I'd love you to read it back to yourself, all of it. All of it is available to you. You just have to believe in it and show up for it daily. That's all I've done really to get where I am so far. When you like boil it down and look at it, I just believed in it, chose to believe in it. So let that sink in that everything, every single thing you wrote down is 100% possible for you. And let yourself in that moment, just open up to that possibility. Let yourself believe that you are limitless because you are amazing. Oh, I enjoyed sharing this with you. I hope you've enjoyed listening. If you've enjoyed today's show and you want to find out more, you can head over to the show notes, which you can find at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash my story. And just a reminder that I'm going to be doing that Ask Me Anything episode. So any questions. So you might feel like, I don't need to know anything about your journey now because I know exactly how you went from unemployed to six figures. (laughs) You can ask me anything about my life, my work-life balance. You can ask me anything about your business, any questions that you have. Head over to the Limitless Mother Facebook group, add them as comments there or find the post in my Instagram grid or send us an email to team at corriejavid.com and I'm excited to answer those for you. And if you've been listening today and you're like, I get it, I want to feel limitless too. Do you know a great place to start would be by getting onto the waitlist for Limitless Money when that re-releases early 2020. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Until next time, my love, go and dare to believe that you are limitless because you are. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. 
Until next time, remember, you are limitless.